Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to Cast and Crank Podcast. Today we have Caesar from Toxic Baits, and uh, sitting in on the podcast. Also, we have Danny, which is Delta Dude, and Jack, Typical Jack. They came down with them. This is for the event, so they were down here anyway. So they're they're hanging out on this one, and we also did one with Blanked, uh, which will get released a little later, and, and they kind of talk on it as well. Um, fun episode, man. Uh, Caesar had me rolling a couple times. And uh, I appreciate it, Caesar, man, if you're listening, uh, donating that bait that really helped out the podcast and uh, help us get the shirts rolling. So those should be out, too, also in the next week. So they're actually getting made right now. And then uh, we'll have the website fully up so you could just order them from their website. Check out Fish All Brands tournament that's going on right now. Uh, you can see the details on their webpage. James and uh, T are doing something pretty cool. A lot of cool stuff they're giving away with it. And I don't know if Swimbait Underground is still having, I think it's over their tournament. I'm not sure, but check out Swimbait Underground's tournament also. Both of these guys are giving away like great shit. Like I'd, if I had the time, I'd be doing it for sure, man. Uh, thanks again for listening. Uh, and next week, well, I think we're going to have Evan's episode released next week. So for the guys that have been waiting for it, we should have it up. We'll see. And, uh, should have one up on Monday next week. I know I've been off on the podcast. Uh, just haven't been releasing them on time. Been on vacation and kind of, yeah. So I'll, I'll get it back on rolling regularly uh, next week. And I hope you guys like this one. Later. So I guess we're going to start, bro. Yeah. Yeah. All good. How was the drive? It was, it was quick this time. Yeah. There was no traffic on five, which is weird. Do you come down here a lot to fish the lakes or no? Nah. Nah, just for saltwater with the Purcells. Oh, yeah. Recently. Yeah. I don't, you know, we're so lucky up there. Delta, Malone, yeah. you know. I don't even leave the Delta to fish anywhere, but I fish the I fish like 10 years. <laughs> I just stay at the Delta. Yeah. So, I mean, it's in my backyard, so. It's hard down here, dude. I mean, for me, as a as I'm not, I'm a rookie, of yeah. course, but a lot of pressure. Well, I came up on Silverwood like, as, like a little guy, yeah. you know, when my dad taking me. He wasn't a bass fisherman, but that was like a big lake in Paris. Mm-hmm. You know, that it used to be full when I lived down here. Yeah. It's even smaller now. Dude. So, like, coming down here, just like our lakes are so big and the delta's so big. Yeah. You know, I never. No need. I guess I'm. 
Delta guys are lazy, I think. <laughs> it's so good. I mean, uh, I mean, they travel. I, I'm so bad. Yeah. I love the Delta. Yeah. So I just keep fish. It's like never, it always skunks me. So. Yeah. You know. <laughs> it's good. So how was Toxic Day, too? I didn't get to go. Toxic but, Day was good. Like, Toxic yeah. Day 2 was good. A, a lot of guys came out. A lot of other vendors. I hope they sold stuff. Like, I try to keep a, you know, like a a finger on the pulse. But it's a lot of work. Like, I felt like I just should, should facilitate. So, I didn't kind of sit in my booth. I kind of walked around and tried to get people to do stuff. Like, take pictures of those fish things. And yeah. try to have fun. Um, it was great as far as I'm concerned. Like, the whole point of those things is... um. So the whole point of Toxic Day really started because back in the day at this place called the Hook, Line, and Sinker, it was this little bait shop when I moved to the Delta. And when I moved here, I didn't fish or nothing. And it was like 97. And it was like a tight little community. And I was just 16. And my dad didn't bass fish. I just started to learn. So I started showing up at this bait shop. And nobody would talk to you because they're like, what is this guy? You know, <laughs> there'd be like five guys in the shop talking yeah. and they'd shut up. And then slowly I just showed up with my little fiberglass boat launching out of the back of my El Camino in high school. And they're like, man, that's a lot of work. <laughs> and, uh, and anyway, so it was like a community is like a small community on the Delta. And even when there wasn't tournaments and shit, people would come together and everyone knew each other's wives and kids. And even though there was a tournament commu like a uh, community, it wasn't about the competition as much. And, you know, kind of lately, I, you know, I just, walked away from that side of it a little bit just for me. But, um, sometimes when you see all your boys, you know, that fish, the only time we would see them is at tournaments. And then mm -hmm. you go home after weighing, everybody's worked, you know, worked hella hard and tired. So I miss those like tight knit community type things where there was no tournament or like people just showed up to hang out and, yeah. and bullshit about fishing or whatever else. But the common bond, like you go to those events and like even toxic days, Everybody that was there, if we were talking about politics or something, nobody would be friends. But all of it's gone, you know? <laughs> because just it's there. fishing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so that was the whole point is to get them together. So their successes to me if people that came um, had fun and, and did good. So, I mean, both were good for me, like monetarily wise, mm -hmm. either way. But the second one was cool because I thought that more people got to show up and have a booth. And, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, how hopefully. many vendors did you have at the, at the second one? How many you guys think? At least probably 10 or 12. Probably. Yeah. There was a lot. There was like a, there was some new companies that had never had a booth and I told them, show. I just, if people wanted to come, you just let them come. Yeah. I didn't charge them or nothing. That's cool. Yeah. I just, you know, I just had an event for the community. Like I didn't want nothing. I didn't ask for nothing. I didn't, you know, Chris and them came up from underground 86 baits. There was like Cal coast subsurface, Jet lures. I'm gonna forget somebody. They're gonna be pissed, but you know, <laughs> pond scum. Like there was a lot of dope yeah. guys. Barrio guys came up and cooked and killed it. Yeah. My next door neighbor's a caterer. He's been cooking doing the fried chicken and biscuits thing and all yeah. stuff. And you know, he had a um, he had some some food at both of them or whatever. So, um, I don't know. It was cool. I, you know, I think the people that showed up had a great time. The second one had that tournament and he did the raffle, so I didn't have to do that. That's nice. So you know. Um, I think they were a success. Hopefully everybody else does. For me, I was happy, man. I mean, no, I think it's a big, no one doing that on, on West coast. Yeah. I don't think, I mean, you got Bassett was the closest thing down here, but I mean, it wasn't 
really all swim baits, kind of. Yeah. But it was yeah. a little more, you know, like Kevin Van Damme would show up yeah. or whoever, you know, like yeah. flipping frogs on your fucking foot and shit, you know? Yeah. I didn't want to like have it just swim baits. Like I, I invited whoever. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the draw, but um, I think it's kind of weird that, you know, the line between swim baits and conventional. I don't understand what the, I don't understand Do you, why they're divided. I agree a hundred percent. I feel like a lot of, a lot of dudes like don't. Do you fish only swim baits? Or will you fish will so, you fish drop shot? Will you fish everything? For a long time <laughs> I fished only swim baits, but it was because like I was like I get enthralled in this toxic bait thing and I make baits and I've been selling baits to people like in numbers for a long time. Like well, I had my other job, but so I just dedicated myself to figuring this out. I didn't throw only swim baits because I wanted to be cool, so so to speak, or whatever reason I shouldn't say that I don't want to if somebody throws swim baits and that's it. I don't care. It's the, yeah. it's fishing. It's their thing. But for me, it was more about figuring everything out. So now it's been like 10 years that I was only throwing big baits on the Delta and quitting my job and doing this work with my shoulders. And <laughs> I can't even go out and throw big baits all day anymore, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. So this year I've been throwing the spy bait and the drop shot. And really? Like I've done it all before. I've fished since, like I said, 97. I didn't. But it's cool to hear from a dude that you're respected, I think, in the swim bait community to go, yeah, I, I fish everything. Like Chris oh, came on yeah. and was kind of like, I only throw a fucking swim bait. Yeah. You know, uh, Gilbert only throws swim baits. You yeah. know, he said he'll throw a frog maybe here and there. But to well, hear a dude that is so involved in it like you go, yeah, I fucking fish everything, bro. I, I you think, a, you know, like like maybe what like when what Mike Gilbert talks about swim baits, it's probably a little different than like what I'm talking about because my baits are... I started calling them transitional swim baits mm-hmm. because you fish them like a conventional bait a lot of times. It's not like a Huddleson, you know, Butch Brown calls them plugs. Mm-hmm. It's cool. I don't care what you call them. You know, it's just, <laughs> it's a bigger bait. They get yeah. lumped in with swim baits. Yeah. So, I mean, it's really fun to throw big baits, but I think a lot of times people lose if they don't have that conventional side. Cause you learn a lot from like, what I learn is like, it's feedback. If you don't know about fish movements or don't have confidence, you get very little feedback if you're only throwing the big, big swim baits mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, so sometimes picking up conventional is, you know, it's just to have fun. Like, I just want to have fun. And go yeah. Fishing, you know? If it's fun to only throw big baits, then cats should just do that. You know, if yeah. people, but you shouldn't like not throw it. Like people are like, don't just throw the big bait all day. Yeah. You should throw <laughs> any big bait. If you want to learn to throw a crankbait, you should throw that all day too, but yeah. not for the rest of your life. Yeah. You know? Did you kind of change the outlook maybe the last couple of years since you've been working on baits so much? You're kind of like... I've been working on the equal. Like, I've been really? selling a lot of baits for a long time before I went um, full time. Okay. But recently, yeah, like, I get less time on the water now that I work, that I make baits. Like, mm-hmm. far less time on the water. So, when you don't get to fish a lot, it's not as easy to just throw <laughs> the... Because you're like, hey, I just want to catch some fish, bro. Yeah, before <laughs> I was, I lived on the water yeah. for... for eight years with my, my, I had a, my boat and my dock in my backyard. So I got to oh, fish like shit. every day. Like I didn't care if I blanked. I always yeah. got, you know, I just win enough that I got yeah. lucky. Now I need to convert. So I picked up the, like this year, I really tried to focus in on the spy bait. Not cause yeah, I, it's, it's cool. It's, it's just a cool, a cool yeah. technique. It's yeah. crazy. Like it's like a whole system, you know? So, and that's kind of comes in with the bait making too. Like, I'm like, why do I eat this? Yeah. Crazy looking thing, you know? It's money though. I mean, it looks just like a fish, so they should. But. Yeah. So I just been picking up stuff like that, and um, you know, I used to do everything like fish lakes and saltwater, 
And then I just got so focused in on the bass. And then now I've been trying to branch out back to saltwater with going with the Brussels and Matt and for, mm-hmm. you know, down here. And then I recently linked up with Mitchell Snodders from Snodder Marauders. Like he's just out there. He's always supported toxic, even a saltwater guy mm-hmm. and just started having fun, just catching fish again. Like, you know, it wasn't so much now, yeah. now it's not like a determined thing where I want to catch a big fish. Like it's fun, but I just want to have fun. Like I don't have so much time anymore. You know, so you're looking like, just to actually just get out and fish. Yeah. You, you know, like, like before you were like, I'm going with my five rods all done up with, you're like, no, I just want to go catch some fish. Yeah. I got 20 rods yeah, in my locker, yeah, in my rod yeah, locker right now. Yeah. And you know, that's not normal for me. That's new, brand new. So, yeah. but I just, yeah, I just, I, I, I probably get like 50 days on the water a year now, which is like nothing for me. Yeah, no, I I was the same before the podcast. I was fishing maybe two or three times a week. Yeah, okay. You know, and maybe twice, maybe twice a month now. Yeah. You know, which is like, fuck, dude. I mean, and I was, I used to lake fish a lot. So I'd hit DVL in Paris a lot until I'm like, dude, I can go 15 minutes down the road and launch and hit the harbor or go out, Palos Verdes, hit Calicos, you know, like, so it's like. Yeah. You kind of got to weigh it bro. out. It's like, fuck, dude. And my boat's like a hybrid. So it's, I have a low with the, with a 60 on a four stroke. Oh, I'd be out there all the time. So, you know, you can do either one. And I love yeah. fishing, you know, Castaic or like, but it's, it's, you got to pick it, especially because I'm not, I don't own, it's not a business, but it just takes up a lot of fucking time. In, yeah. You know, and sure. I, I, I'm sure you feel the same way. But you, so something that impressed me too is you do this full time then, right? This is your your deal, Toxic Bait. Yeah, second year, almost done. Dude, congrats, bro. Thank you. Yeah. It's crazy. I, I agree. Like, that's fucking yeah. awesome to hear. Yeah. You, that's how you know this shit's for real. Like, uh, a lot of dudes do this shit, mm-hmm. but not a lot of dudes do it full time, you know? Yeah, it's hard. It, it's hard on the internet now because everybody is a, a big shot. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm not trying to say that demeaning, but it's hard to see. Like, even I look at a company and they're like, oh, I sell swim baits or, you know, whatever. You don't. I mean, anyone can front and say whatever they want to say about how many numbers they're selling and stuff. Like, so, you know, I mean, yeah, like my wife, she, she does, she bartends and stuff here and there. She doesn't work full time at all anymore. She helps me at home full time. So does she help you build baits too? No, she does the shipping and email. Yeah, she's well, down to, but I'm like, yeah, I don't want to shoot a sand. <laughs> I have two other guys that help me. I have oh, one full time, and then another guy, um, Tommy, who's been there a couple days a week. He's badass, but he has a regular job. And so, you do it all in house, like paint everything. Everything's in house. Yeah. Cool, man. Yeah, I do all the paint, and then those guys help me with the build stuff. You know, the building um, of the baits. Like, yeah, he's he's been working with me for over a year, so or about it's probably about a a year with Dylan. He's pretty good though. I mean, he he does. He's working away right now. That's cool, so, dude. Shout out to Dylan. That fool's the man. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't be able to do stuff like this because yeah. last year I went to the classic and I cast and really worked a lot, tried mm-hmm. to push the brand and was filming and everything and working by myself. And pff, I think that's why my back and stuff is so messed up now, just because I worked, I work crazy hours now. Like, and you did booths last year? I didn't do booths of theirs. I went with um, Spiralite. Okay. And kind of tagged along mm-hmm. and helped with their thing. I, you know, I learned a lot by mm-hmm. going to those. And for somebody like me at this point, like, I don't want to, if I had a booth there, like, and it blew up, I couldn't make enough baits. I don't, you know, I don't know. I make as many as I can. We make a lot, you know, we make a couple hundred a month. Do you, you know, think you could take, get but, to a point where like you could make a production mold that would actually work? Cause I know 
like a like a full on like big production mold like like something big what, where you go like to abs style or like a comp because all all of it is right now your baits are all wood or are they all no they're resin? all resin okay yeah do you think you could ever do something where you you make it on a like a have a company almost do your do your, my own thing yeah well see that's the thing about outsourcing is you know shoot yourself in the foot but i i really don't like the idea of outsourcing internationally mm-hmm. so if i could find the right thing um, then I would love to just have, yeah, be able to make more baits, but the, like, it's like, I would love to, to, to have a, a my own shop that's yeah. that big and employ, yeah. employ people that need jobs, you know, people that need a good job. There's a lot of, there's, there's plenty of people that are undervalued at their job. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm a worker. I know, yeah. I know that life. So, but in California they make it really hard, you know, like to have an employee. To have one employee, yeah, let alone yeah. federal excise tax for fishing mm-hmm. for everything manufactured and uh, employment tax, and you know, and and the list goes. And the more you make, the more they want. Mm-hmm. So if I make a lot or whatever, and then I pay myself employment tax, I have to pay half of that for another employee. Yeah, already. Yeah, you know. So and then you want to pay them well, and it's California. So you, you know what I mean? So and you live in NorCal, which is getting a little different up there, huh? Yeah, yeah. I pay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, 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 yeah. It's expensive. You yeah, know? but I yeah. mean. It's just, yeah, I, would, I always am trying to expand talks. I've been expanding it as we go and just don't know where to go next. But I've looked at a lot of options and I'm going to try to pick what's best for, mm-hmm. you know, to stay with my core values, I guess, as a person, you know, hopefully I don't have a sinking ship of integrity with me <laughs> flying the flag, but you know what I mean? Like, no, it's, it's hard. I, I understand you a hundred percent because even like taking on sponsorships, it's kind of like. I could take on some fucking shit ass fuck, you know, <laughs> and be like, yeah, I'll make money. Cool. But would I, and personally in my mind, would I be like, yeah, this is good. No, yeah. you know, like I want to back something that I think, you know, like is good and great. And I back it. Yeah. And if you ask me, Nick, do you use this? Yeah, I use it. Yeah, Not you- like, yeah, sure, bro. And I don't really fucking use it. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, no doubt. You know? no doubt. No and, doubt. So. and it's a big, I think integrity is really big nowadays too, to have that because a lot of people, I think, sell out real easy for everything, you know? It's it's easy nowadays, especially with Instagram, and I always say this shit over and over, but... Yeah. And you've seen it, and I've seen you... How So how long have you done Toxic Baits for, like, full making, like, a... Your, when did you make your first bait? How about that? And I've, I've been making baits forever, um, but my first, like, wooden swim bait that yeah. I made was in 2008. Wow, dude. The Wake and Crank, first Wake and Crank for my buddy Phil Dutra and me and my brother-in-law, Tanner. Uh-huh. Um, so on the Delta, Danny's dad actually was one of the pioneers. Like those guys have been cranking down wooden baits, like modified larger wooden baits uh-huh. um, for for plenty of years and taking people's money on them. You know, it's nothing new. I'm not going to out their bait, but <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> the Wake and Crank wasn't like a, a brainchild of yeah. like, I need to do this. It, it had been, we, we didn't know that. But we wanted something we'd crank down. And then that Monster Jack came out. I seen a Monster Jack. And those were really cool. But, you know, I, I wanted a more aggressive action, and, mm-hmm. you know. And then I didn't. Dude, I'm not an artist at all, bro. I never even had an art <laughs> class. I wouldn't. People say that I make art. I make hammers, dude. I make <laughs> tools straight up, bro. I have no desire. Like, uh, yeah. I get some heat sometimes. Like, fools will hack on my carving. Or, like, I do all my paint with rattle cans. Do you really? 
Yeah, like everything's with rattle cans. That's fucking awesome, bro. <laughs> Thank you. No, really, because it's ama- it looks really good. Like, oh, I thought it was airbrush. I, nah, I was going to nah, ask you about airbrush, too. No, nah, it's it's all rattle cans. Like, I'm a straight hip-hop. Hey, yeah, but you got head, a little different you know technique with your hand than a regular person with a rattle can, right? Well, yeah. You know, repetition. <laughs> you got all them tips, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got all the tips. You know what I mean? And the good cans. But, yeah. Um, you know, I, but it's because it's I'm not an artist. Like, I, I there's beautiful, the guys that make beautiful swim baits, like... I will never be that guy. I'm not an artist at all. So I just make, try to make tools to catch fish. You know what I mean? So um, I just started rudimentary putting them together and action works. And we started catching fish and we kind of refined it from there. And then I got a, I had this job at a refinery as an operator mm-hmm. and I was able to do work on the clock there. I could say that now because screw those guys. And, uh, and I was working because on, you were just sitting there watching and, and they were and cool shit. like the you know the workers were cool just you know management it's always yeah. a drag you know yeah but uh you know and we i'd i'd kill it and you know we, we did a great job so i'd be able to work on baits there and swim bait underground right when it first came out swim bait nation was kind of like you know they would they would stick by their sponsors like you know they nix people's comments they, they would yeah if they said like you know like oh this bait does this they would kind of like nix the comment like mm-hmm. he's a sponsor of the site a lot of sites do you know what i mean i didn't know that but swim bait underground came about and then i was just kind of looking around like man i'm making these baits i don't know sh- crap about this stuff mm-hmm. i was tournament maniac you know and uh found swim bait underground and back then there was there was some sticks on there like i didn't yeah. want to make a post so Started posting a little bit, and then I just posted fish with my baits. I didn't even say, like, this is the bait I make. <laughs> I was just like, that's what I fished, you know? Yeah. And then people started asking, and then actually Travis Evans, he's uh, from North Carolina. He's uh, He bought a wrap from me. Um, it was right before that Chattoog College tournament that they won back in the day in the East Coast. But he bought a wooden rat, and then he... He hit me back and it cracked me up because he was like, man, I got this bait. And I thought it was just going to be another garage bait. But it's badass, dude. I'm like, well, it's just a wood rat. You know, it's just a wood rat that I was making. And then just slowly people started buying stuff. Like some of those guys that bought my first baits are are still like customers or homies. Like Andrew Swaim, he named the Wake and Crank. There oh, was no I never cool. even heard that term before. <laughs> there was no waking crank. He yeah. was just making fun of me because I'm a I was a stoner or whatever. <laughs> and then now it's throughout the industry. I mean, I'm sure people will be like, oh, that was around. But it's the name of my bait. I wouldn't yeah, have named it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, anyways, like so all those guys were around. I just kind of like built it from there. And then I was good at my job, but you know, like you're supposed to hold your tongue. And then, you know, and other employees. I felt like I had to champion, you know, I'd always be the spear, the tip of the spear mm-hmm. and, and talk to management. They didn't like me. So towards the end, nine years in, they kind of gave me this ultimatum. Like if you keep are you know, I was always right. I wasn't wrong, but like I was just challenging. A- abrasive to, challenging. to management and yeah. engineers and stuff. And then finally, like one of the supers blew up on me at a turnaround and I was cool. Like he just lost it and started mm-hmm. rapping like, airing out personal stuff about my family and stuff. So I just went to the the plant manager and I'm like, I'm done, man. Like I got this bench vacation left. I got this left. I got this left. And he, you know, blah, 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 you know? And then long story short, I, I, I blew that popsicle stand Dude. in January of last year, 10 years. 
eight or eight, eight and a half or nine years. Nine really? Years. That's crazy. Yeah, it was a great job. But I mean, I don't know, man. I watched that Gary V cat. You know, everybody's Gary V Rob Rob, but he uh <laughs> he said that he said a quote like, "If you're ninety nine, I was ninety nine percent happy." So I said, "Fuck that shit! I need to be a hundred percent happy." Yeah. That's what I, I looked at it. Hey, I was pretty miserable. I'm gonna that get a job. fucking divorce. And, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck having kids. I'm fishing all the time. Damn, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> but uh, you know, it was just kind of, and it wasn't a hard decision because crazily, my my old lady and my son, you know, supported it. Like my family supported it. You know, like That's yeah, cool. I quit. I I was making bait, so it wasn't like I, you know, I was already like. As many as I can make, I would sell. Like you knew, so, you knew it was working already. Yeah, I was. You knew your, you knew toxic baits was working. Like it yeah, was it was working. established. It yeah, was established. it was working. It was something. Yeah, yeah, I had already done stuff with Chris. I swim at underground. Yeah, and yeah, like, and then those guys had always been like, yeah, man, you could do it, dude. Like Ben at LDC was instrumental to um, giving me the ropes and telling. Oh me, yeah, you dude. Know, and, cool and, guy. And and Chris is funny cat and me and matt purcell are, are have been cool forever like they came up on some trip and just stopped in hit me up on the fucking gram or whatever it was mm-hmm. you know says slide through my old house on the water and we've been <laughs> friends ever since you know yeah. really yeah that's how it goes and the online community is great man like um i've been to fish i've been able to fish all over the nation and been able to host people at the delta and show them that stuff that's cool and all i've met is cool people yeah so I, like my girlfriend used to make fun of my internet friends, you know, like, oh, your internet friends. <laughs> and now they fly across the nation to come out and chill at the house and we just have drinks. That's and cool. It's, yeah, it's t- it's dope, man. It ain't like the 90s where, where it's weirdos on America Online. Dude. <laughs> like, that's You never cool. know, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm cool with, like, public. I'm way better, like, just meeting people online at yeah. first. Because, you know, a lot of people kind of bug me out, you know. I'm sure it's weird meeting new people. Like, I'm... It sounds funny, but I, I don't, I don't meet, like, I don't talk to people. Like yeah. if I didn't, if I'm fishing, I don't even fucking like nah. when I'm launching, I just go later, yeah. you know, like <laughs> now it's like hey, people will be like, what's up, bro? I'm like, Hey dude, yeah. what's up? You yeah. Know, like it's kind of like you got it. It takes you out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Smile and wave boys. Yeah. <laughs> like the penguins. <laughs> bro. Yeah. Bro. You know, smile and waves. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it, it's, it's amazing. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's crazy. It's it's like I don't even know. I just fly by the seat of my pants. Yeah, and just try to handle whatever I can and be it. You know, do this job and be home for my family. That's the hard part. Yeah, because I'm already like broken inside. So all I ever think, like, I don't have no hobbies or nothing. Like, just never been like that. Fishing. And I, I just all I think about anything. Music. You always. like music, right? Well, yeah. So I'm, there's a hobby right there, bro. Well, See? yeah, I'm just crazy hip hop, like. But but yeah, but I could do fishing while I'm listening to hip hop and yeah. mentally critiquing everything, you know, whatever it is. Like everything is like everything about me is hip hop, but like anything I do is fishing. Like it's so now that it's my job, my fam's like, Yeah, do it, do it. Now they're like, check out, bro. You gotta check out, hang out and watch a movie or something. And you gotta check like your social media, your blah blah blah. Yeah, this, and, and I'm orders, trying and you DMs, gotta manage yeah, you right. gotta manage the fam because you know, they'll feel neglected. So it's really it's it's a if somebody thinks like what I learned about going full time about baits is that people that want to do fishing full time that think they like fishing, you find out how much you like it. Yeah. Cause, cause like when it's like every day, that's all you talk about and anyone ever calls you about. Like, I think it would weed some cats out. You know what I mean? Like right? I don't miss nothing for a football game. 
like <laughs> like hip hop shows are at night. But if I have to fish the next day, I'll miss the hip hop show. I did that. Yeah. I've seen plenty of shows, like everybody. So yeah. like like I couldn't go. I wouldn't even be able to watch the show because I'd be thinking about fishing. Like I couldn't. I don't. I'm still that way. Like I don't sleep because I'm fishing, and I've. It's like every day. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I think it could weed people out. Like people could get burned out on it because my family's burned out on it. <laughs> I bet dude, they fucking hear enough about it right my whole house is full of gear and just there's lures everywhere they're so great though that like yeah. they're stoked for me to do this and That's support cool, it 100 but I mean it's 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 tight like you wish for something and then you get it you're like damn this is more than I expected no I bet you have a shop too I work out of my garage and a 400 square foot thing in the back so I have like a double Shop. That's fucking it's, sick, dude. It's already too small, though. My whole, I have a two car garage in that room, and it's too small. How many uh, how many molds do you think you have? Bait molds, I don't know. Like saved up, and I I try to run a lot per bait, so I have a lot of molds. Like, yeah, and I made a I have a lot of baits that I only have a couple molds for too that people never seen or done here. You got shit that you just can made for yourself and will never put out. No, I'll put it out someday. Yeah. You know, it's like a lot of you know, like it takes a long time. So, I guess different versions of that bait, right? Because you got to tune the shit out of it, right? Well, and you, yeah, and to be honest with you, like, so you have the family, right? And like, when you're making numbers, it takes away a lot from from trying new stuff for me, at least, mm-hmm. like, because I'm in there trying to, you know, do like, you know, whatever it is, hundred, two hundred a month, three hundred a month, hard baits or whatever, plus some soft baits and everything else. So, you know, it gets to be it gets to be trying to go out there and like. I, if I can't fish, I can't test my new baits. Like, so n- I've never been able to send them to people. Like, I could, but I was able to be on the water and fish them. Do you have dudes that help you kind of test? Oh yeah, all these guys, right all these guys. Yeah, yeah like, like, and it, like Phil Dutra, he's been instrumental with Toxic. He doesn't throw the big, big stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm the, I'm kind of the guy that I that throws the big stuff <laughs> that I know that's close on the Delta. Yeah. Besides that, it's like uh, this guy J- Jun from San Jose. His mm-hmm. handles MMA Surgeon. He's caught some donkeys up there on oh, my really? stuff. If I have something new, I like to send it to, to Jun because he, I mean, he'll crack them on it. You know what I will mean? You, Regardless. Uh, will you paint them too or you just give them like a clear and send it to them? So like when you're testing a bait out, do you oh, actually no, it's fully, fully paint Oh, yeah. Fully yeah. done. Yeah, I okay, know how cool. it swims. I just okay. want to know like does the, do the hooks up, hang? Okay. Yeah, it does like, you know, how does it perform? It blows out, you know, whatever it is. So like there's certain guys I send it to like, and they give me the right feedback, but I'm a fisherman. Like, mm-hmm. like that's how I do it. Like, I I really love what I fish. I don't if I don't fish it, I don't build it. Mm-hmm. So I'm equally hard. I'm not like, yo, this is dope. It swims so good. You know, like, oh, you know, let me tweak it like this, or what if it swims like this? The micro mink, which is one of my favorite baits, um, I fished it for a year and I fucking was ready to throw it away. <laughs> It was. I was like, "This is trash. I can't get bites." It swam great. Yeah. I moved the body sectioning back like three eighths of an inch, and I went from no bites to freaking lights out. No and way. Yeah, that's all I did. That's all I did. And it took you a year to do that. Yeah, because why would that work? You know what I mean? Why would that? <laughs> oh, why would so that be funny, effective? Dude. It's yeah. so funny. And then, you know, or maybe I just sucked for the year before. There's no <laughs> real way to know. But yeah, so I mean, I don't know. I just kind of like I don't have like a schedule or nothing. You can probably tell by the way I talk. I'm like all over the place. <laughs> if I have an idea, I just do it like right then. Like yeah. just drop everything and just do it. Like really? I just made some huge frog, five ounce frog. 
And I did it in one day. I was sitting on the couch, and then everything molded, poured it, everything went out, throw it the next day, and a 12-watt beast took. It weighed five ounces, and I got a few boils. It's just been sitting. Really? I'm going to refine it, but yeah. I like it for octopus. It looks like a good octopus Lincoln bait, yeah. so maybe that'll, maybe that'll go. You know what I mean? So it's just kind of like there's there's so many molds and crap and and things around, and then once you get something to go, I just try to duplicate the molds to make it easy. Andrew uh, Hinkle gave me that advice really? before i started wow, full-time dude. he said you want to make baits make sure you have a lot of molds yeah that's true no so, i agree 100 percent. it's just expensive but yeah i mean you gotta make you gotta spend money make money i guess right you know yeah definitely so, and then what about uh so you don't have any patent stuff on any of your stuff it doesn't really i, mean, I don't have the lawyer to back me yeah i'm flying like do you I, think people rip off your shit i don't know you don't know you don't I, even look i don't know i yeah i mean People could say that that the Wade Hogs is like a ripoff of the of the lipped shell cracker if they wanted to. It's different joint, lip, mm-hmm. head, everything. I don't know. Like, I don't really care to be honest with you. Yeah. Like, I'm just trying to move forward. Like, if people that would be crazy if people knock off. They like people say that my baits are ugly and shit, and then somebody knocks off my bait. Like, whoa, yo, that's crazy. <laughs> Like, I don't care. See how ugly it is, bro? You like it. Like, you know, like, like it would be awesome to get big, like, to be able to have, like, a cheaper line so everyone can throw them, you know? But I, I... Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. I did all the math, you know, I'm not trying to rip anyone off, you know, with the market and stuff. I try to give good prices with margin and stuff. So like, you know, I, I don't know. I just, you're doing the best you can. Yeah, of course. I'm yeah. an angler. Yeah. I'm an angler. I just, that's how I look at it. Would I buy this? Would I fish this? Yeah. You know, straight up. And, and all I care about is how, you know, there's beautiful works of art out there. I would never compare my baits to that. I, other people say, Oh, you know, but how I look at it, how I look at it is, is this bait function? Can I make, a lot of them mm-hmm. like in an efficient way and can i paint them that looks really good and still do that efficiently like, yeah you know what i mean like to take the flippers out well when i was first doing it like people were flip 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 mm-hmm. and now i just i just saturated the market with crazy amounts of baits over like this past six months mm-hmm. i've been dumping stupid amounts of baits out with pre-orders and stuff and it seems like the flipper market's been kind of gone for so when um, you what do you say uh, if someone doesn't know what a flipper um, if somebody like if, if a bait's in high demand mm-hmm. and you can't get it, so somebody will get it and sell it instantly, like buy it for one fifteen and then flip it for a profit. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that's capitalism and yeah. the way things are, but you know, in the community, if you're if you're down for the community, it's kinda sucks, you know, that you would do that. Trying to make money off a of fellow. I, I see both sides yeah. though. Like, yeah. you know, some people want to spin that guap <laughs> and get baits, you know? 
<laughs> so like it's it's positive yeah. and negative but mike bukas said that mm-hmm. he he's like the king of making numbers of hard baits i think and it was on a thread somewhere and he was just like you want to kill flippers just make more baits yeah and i was like you know what maybe i'll just make more baits i got nothing wrong yeah and i got no problem with that Which so i just try it it's a lot of work but you know <laughs> what are you gonna do you know did it, you uh do you have like a mentor that kind of showed you the ropes mm-hmm. no uh-huh. Nah. Kind of learned everything on your own. I mean, you probably I, had forums and shit. I've never then. even watched a. a I, I used to go on Tackle Underground, yeah, and kind of look, but there was no swim bait stuff really, yeah, for the most part. And then maybe like one or two Larry Dahlberg videos, but mm-hmm. I'm like staunchly not a video watcher. I'd rather like twiddle my thumb. I don't know what it. I, I listen to hip hop probably. That's what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like people consume videos. Mm-hmm. If I'm not fishing, it's all hip hop. Like all freestyles online like yeah everything <laughs> i've watched all the videos i was an operator at a refinery for nine years <laughs> i've watched every fishing video except for the new stuff i try to tune into matt allen and cats yeah. you know but um you know <laughs> I, I i just i i just like kind of cruise on autopilot and, yeah so when you were making like your joints and stuff, your jointed baits, did you kind of like go, okay, what would work best in my eyes or what? Yeah. You know, actually like the monster jack and stuff have that, the V notch. And I thought that that inhibited motion. That's why I use that screw eye to screw eye joint for the most part. Like that's mm-hmm. why I went with that. Nothing. I know it doesn't, no one was using that except for guys in Japan and people would even hack on me like, Whoa, what's wrong with that joint, bro? But it worked like. Mm-hmm. It worked. I read an article back in the day about Scott Whitmer with Triple Trout before I even knew who Scott Whitmer was. Yeah. And he made the bait, and they went and tested it with the little diamond gill and the eyeball. And he was like, all right, it works good. I'm going to shape it up. And his boys were like, don't shape that shit up. That shit is dope. Like, don't change it. So yeah. not that I modeled myself after that, but, like, you know, they just work. So what am I, you know, why change it? It's hard to change something that works. So just kind of just cram it home. I just started making what I felt. And I make different jointed baits now. I always have. Mm-hmm. I just felt like for what those baits did, that joint worked really well and it was different and it allows for huge amounts of water movement and disturbance in the water mm-hmm. because it's open like that. It makes a squeak because the screw eye to screw eye. You know, I just, I just, I, dude, I, it's like horseshoes and hand grenades. I'm not like a guy who writes it out and like, maybe this will work. I just try it. And then if it doesn't work, I just throw it in the trash and then just try again. That's that's the way I do it. So hopefully I don't burn my hand on the grill, you know. But that's how I roll, man. How many? What's what's the most time you've you've tuned a bait? Like how many times you built that bait? So like say say you you tried it, you had to tweak it. Do you carve them again? Do you do you uh... the bugle lips that I have? I've fished for freaking years and years, and I've crushed them on it. And I just I just won't drop it. I just it's not all the way right yet. I guess I, wow. I don't think it's right for the market. More mm-hmm. than like the fish like it. Yeah. But it has such a weird, clumsy action that people won't mess with it. Like it's the ice slide, like the, the big ice slide. It's such a great bait. But mm-hmm. since you have to um, work it with the rod tip and impart the action more than just reel it in, that it gets kind of shunned over a little bit. Um, it's just, you know, I'm, it works for some people or not. But I feel like that way with that bugle lips. That's why I haven't dropped it. Yeah. I have videos of me cracking decent fish on it and stuff. It just. <laughs> It just has a weird lip. And um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I'll try to, if a bait's good, I'll do it like right away. Mm-hmm. But if it's not good, then I'll just sit there and maybe I have a shiner I've never built. It's like one of my oldest baits, a mini shiner, like a five inch shiner. I probably made a dozen. Yeah. And it, 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 it catches fish, everything. I just don't like it. Yeah. I, it probably would work really. I just, 
I don't know. Just, <laughs> just sits there, you know? Not ready yet. Just not, I not, guess. <laughs> if it's ever ready, you know? Sometimes yeah. you have an idea that doesn't work. Yeah. It's okay to just abandon ship, I think, you know? Which is a good thing to, to tell people, because I'm sure people waste a lot of fucking time making a bait, and maybe just not the right one, you know? Yeah, like I, like when I started, I would build baits until they wouldn't work. Like, I would just tune it, tune it, tune it, drill it, drill it, drill it, and then I'm like, damn, it didn't work. Now I got to figure out where that sweet spot was again. Mm-hmm. And then just so like now I can, with the new, but like the trout, like the new trucha. Did I, you bring I, that one down? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's that what, what I selling? brought. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, I eyeballed the, the ballast on that. Like not really? eyeballed, but I looked at it and I looked at the volume, you know, like I just pour water in it, in the bowl to then measure it in a Pyrex cup. <laughs> I'm like, that's about this many ounces, you know? <laughs> And through previous experience, I just freaking just estimated at it. And it's like, it's cool because it's getting to the point to where I look at something like, hey, it probably needs this many grams of this and this many grams of that. And then freak it and it, it works. So with a little tuning or whatever. So. Yeah, what you, you've you been doing it long enough. Fucking what now? Almost 15 years, 14 well, years? I mean. I don't even know. It. Yeah, that's crazy. Right? I didn't Isn't even think about 2008, that. 2008, 12 years, you know? Yeah. That's fucking crazy. And dude. then before that, I built like some crankbaits and jigs and stuff. So. But yeah, it's, it's, uh, and what's crazy about making lures is that like as a, as a profession, I think, and especially hiring people, there's no like journeyman. <laughs> there was no like someone to teach me. Yeah. Yeah. There was no, it was just go. Yeah. And people probably, it was probably would have been smart to watch videos, but maybe that's why I got my, you know, the, whatever style I have, I don't, I'm not, I don't tweak out over the joint looking this way or that way. Like, and then I read Bob Murphy's book and right in there, he's like photo finish baits have been the least productive colors for me. Shit. And even though it's crankbait's not the same, yeah. I still believe like Huddleson's and those are just phenomenal lures and they're not the same, but you could still get the bite on baits that aren't exactly replicating nature. But you think you're looking more for the action of the bait than you are? Action, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right? I, yeah, for sure. Yeah. For most part, I'm sure like pressured fish though, like you guys down here oh, and stuff. Oh, fuck yeah. Crazy. Like my bat, like when I'm fishing hard baits a lot of times, and especially pressure water, I reel as fast as I can. Like, yeah, I don't matter what it is. It's really <laughs> see. I don't know yet it. down here because this this year I'm really going to try to catch me a good swim bait fish. Cool man. We uh, I threw a, a one of those battle shads for calico and I fucking smashed it. Oh yeah, dude, it worked really fucking good. That's that's the best weedless I think. For, dude, for, I love it. I yeah. love it, but uh, it's hard, it's hard on the pocket, man. Oh yeah, yeah. But if <laughs> you, you know, look at it, that's a crazy design. Like, no, no, I back it. I think he it's worth a hundred percent. What yeah. it, you know? What but for calico, charged. yeah, a calico. I was like, oh. tell him pour that salt water mix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we need that salt water mix, Mike. But yeah, I mean, it's it's. Uh, I think it's a little harder down here. Like the only thing I've thrown yeah. is like a gangraft and like some S waivers yeah, last year, and that you guys was get it. Pressure, man. Like, we get pressure up at the Delta now, but I whine about it. But I still go out on a Wednesday in the afternoon and there's no one on like in frank's track which is a community hole yeah and there's like a boat so yeah when you go here during the week i'll go and there's still if i'm not there by opens at six if i'm not there by like five fifteen if you get there at six there's probably like 15 people in line at the Dang, yeah that's yeah that's 10 wild. people in line yeah. And, well, and your lakes are went, small least, yeah and your lakes yeah, are small too yeah. that's the thing like the delta is like thousand miles of water race yeah so i, I mean and it's so close to home. That's why it's like, like, it's really cool. Like, where else are you going to go that you can catch? Like, people don't understand. Like, every year, mid-teen fish come out of there. It's like, crazy. On crankbaits, whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's giants that need to be punched out. Like, it's a trophy fishery, but it gets, 
you know, like all the other lakes are really amazing fisheries around us too. So what are your other lakes you like to fish up there? I used to like to fish. Like I, I honestly haven't, <laughs> I don't go, too, but like man. I used to like Folsom. People hate Folsom, but I, I like, really, when I, when I like Folsom, man. Yeah. I like Folsom. Yeah. Um, Maloney's is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't been in other places so long, but it's like, they're all cool. They're all like really big reservoirs with steep lines mm-hmm. and it's different. Like when I went back East and fish their their stuff's different. So the trout eaters up here is like big, deep bluffs and big, long points. And like, I don't care like what the lake is, you know, like all of them will be my favorite the day I'm there. And then when I leave with no fish, so I'll hate them the worst. <laughs> the only lake I don't like is clear lake and everybody will chastise me for that. But I hate Everyone that. Loves that lake, it's a clone uh... factory. When you go and you catch 400, four pounders, they love it. You know, it's dope, but I just don't like the, the clone air factory. Yeah. I don't like where it's at. I don't like the city around it. You know, like, it's you know i'm not your scene huh yeah but i mean i'm an idiot probably you know what i'm saying like everyone knows it's a dope lake like you could catch a lot of fish but yeah. the only place that i don't like to go is clear lake just because it's so far from everything there's nothing that's worth the crap like around it to eat and it's a clone factory so like now i'll probably like to, i want to go throw spy baits there i was thinking like oh i could catch a hundred on the spy bait big ones mm-hmm. but going there for swim bait fish recently they've been kicking out big fish mm-hmm. and like guys like matt allen and paul bailey and those guys smack them on that lake um on the big swim baits but it's it's tough on that lake with swim baits like for the most part it's not easy pickings yeah. at all yeah like those guys that throw huds on there and stuff they're doing work man those guys are so <laughs> i like it. it's just like those just like you know, those, there's like a ceiling to the fish there too, like mm-hmm. 11, 12 pounds right now. It used to be eight, nine, 10 pounds. Yeah. And now you don't see those, like with so many fish, you'd think they'd be giants in there. Yeah. But you just, they're stubby or whatever it is. So, um, I don't know. I, I just, I, I'm, and it's fishes like the Delta a lot too. So why drive that far? Yeah. You got it right there. Right? How far yeah. are you from the Delta? Oh, a hundred yards. Oh, you still. I'm not right? on the water, okay. but I live in a condo that's like right oh, down the street. Fuck, dude. Yeah, yeah. I've lived it. So it's like, why would you go anywhere else? It's like, fuck, really? Yeah, I store yeah. my boat at Russo's and drive there and dry dock and go across the street and launch. Oh, like fuck. from the dry dock. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's it's like cheers, you know, everybody knows your name. <laughs> Look, all the fish know my name because I'm lazy now and I don't go anywhere. I just cherry pick, you know. There you go, dude. Um, but I'm actually with this bait. A lot of it has to do with I never made trout baits. And I'm always toxic, toxic, toxic. So um, now with this, with this, this is your first trout bait, true trout bait. That's I think worth a, you know, like a hard bait that you could apply to yeah. big trout eaters. All right, yeah. So so the trucha came about just because I wanted a trout bait, and to be honest with you, I wanted a lipless trout bait. So um, is this your first trout bait then? Um, yeah, dedicated like ten inch large yeah. to imitate stalker trout for for lakes that have trout eating bass. Mm-hmm. Um, I really try to stick in my wheelhouse with the crank downs. I make glide baits and stuff. I just don't sell them. There's so many great swim bait makers that make great glide baits. Um, even with the market being saturated, um, you know, I can make a good glide bait, but I mean, real, there's guys that make really great glide baits. It's, it's cool. Like I'm cool with just staying in my wheelhouse and mm-hmm. like my little part of the market. So this started out to be a certain type of lipless bait. Jack actually has one that's dope. Um, I sent one to, uh, to somebody else too, to Danny Rago, um, mm-hmm. to fish. It's a little different. You know, it's a hard bait. It's kind of loud. It needs to have silencers maybe for the lipsless version for what some guys want to do. But the whole point was to make it dart out, right? Like um, to swim in like a triple trout or some bait like that. 
spitball them um, and then pause it or rip it and it shoot out instead of just folding up. Um, and it worked, but I, I learned like the body shapes that I use kind of leaned better towards um, helicopters bombing us. Right there, sorry. But uh, but it kind of leaned better towards maybe you know it was, it was cool. Like I like it. I, I have a lipless version. You know, it's good. But I always you know I'm looking at it and I'm I love crank downs and I'm like man I bet you this will crank down right. So I tried one joint kind of setup and to tell you the truth, the body sectioning was the same. But moving screw eyes and pin locations around from this section to that, you know, I kind of, I always, I don't look at other baits for inspiration, like what I should build. But when I am building something, if I'm doing something and there's somebody else that's done something similar, I look at it to see, you know, I don't cut them open and I don't need to do that. I just, I look at it, you know, I check it out. So I looked at some other baits and, and the screw eye setup is right. Like this is so perfect. And I, I shoved a lip in it and went and swam it. And it was like, uh, I'm like, I think I can get it better. And then I changed some ballasts and came up with that and was like, screw the lipless. You mm-hmm. know? This is money. Very little head movement. Um, not a snaky, big snaky action. Um, had more of a snaky action. And right before I dropped them, I did this tail because the other one was real thin. Um, but it seemed like with this bait, you want a more substantial tail. So mm-hmm. we made this tail through some... Uh, some mesh in it so the toothpicks it doesn't pull out oh that's fucking cool um it you know it adds some labor and my tails are soft so a lot of my tails will rip out on my other baits you know it just is what it is but you sell replacements correct yeah you know you know and a lot of guys don't do that you know and the tail stays in but the soft tail gives a different action Mm -hmm. is the whole reason so those ones people are paying a substantial amount of money for it like 165 dollar retail i understand that's a lot of money yeah um, so I wanted to make a tail that would match the bait basically, you know, durability wise and stuff like, um, it's, it's one of the first baits I've, I've released with that joint setup. Mm-hmm. That's kind of normal to cats. Um, you know, it, it hides the, the gaps better. Mm-hmm. I feel like with my weight hogs and my waking crank, the open gap is fine. But once you have a bunch of gaps in there, eh, it's the, actually, I, I made baits like that and they still catch fish, but I yeah. can't even look at it. Like I understand, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I understand, <laughs> but this came out really good. And, um, it's just kind of like you have an idea and I was talking to another builder and they're like, Oh, what, you know, when you build this, like, man, if you can't get it to do what you want, don't you just like tweak on it? Mm-hmm. And, like I said, I'm good with scrapping it. Like sometimes something is better used, a different way you know for whatever reason and then i try to learn from it so with this one everything worked out and i noticed the attributes so i kind of fine-tuned it a little bit and um you know to be honest with you the wade hogs lip is the one i use i try to like use different things across different platforms to help myself to be uh, you know and you make your own lip no i have a, a company in san diego called e-plastics okay. make them they're an awesome company um, but they make all your lips like you just tell them this dimensions this is what i send I them um <sighs> My buddy Austin, he builds hot rods and does CAD. Okay. So I send him dimensions. Perfect, he sends me like dude. a DXL file yeah. or something like that. And then I send it down to this guy named Travis Scott at ePlastics. I just made an order this morning, to be honest with you. I just send it in. I'm like, yo, I need to reorder. Cool. That's good. So it's still it's cool. It's cust you I consider that you made it because you designed it. Oh yeah. You know yeah. Like, yeah, I don't use any prefab yeah, lips you, ever. You nah. made that. Yeah. And, and the lips I use are like a sixteenth or a thirty second thinner. I use three thirty seconds mm-hmm. thickness. 
against what, what, what would that be one sixteenth? Yeah. Or, or you know whatever the next yeah. jump up is or so um so it's just a little different. It's because I used to buy Lexon at Home Depot mm-hmm. and that was the thickness and it's pretty tough. But sometimes it snaps like every if you hit something. But yeah. Um, uh, yeah, and they're cool. Like I got this thing from this East Coast guy that's been my customer forever. He used to own a plastics company, and once I said, "Man, I really need to find a cutter." It was hard to go through CNC, water jet. What I don't know. Like I'm literally just like a blind man with a cane walking through this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, like guys like 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 for real. Like guys like Mickey at three sixteen and Matt from Matt Lures and Scott Whitmer and Huddleston and Alan Cole, whoever, you know, there's, there's mm-hmm. dudes that are just like those guys before the internet were building swim baits full time. That's fucking wild. To yeah. Me. Like those guys are like they like, and Oh, and Jerry Rago, of course, you know what I mean? Yeah. But like they paved the way for me to do this, like with, you know, with what they do with no blueprint, nothing, you know what I'm saying? So, like I just kind of just kind of stay in my wheelhouse and 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 watch what everyone's done and build baits that's true to me. Like I build baits that I fish. Mm-hmm. I fish glide baits. I've caught big fish on glide baits, but this is my shit. Like crank downs, that's my shit. Like I love it. I do it every time I'm out. Yeah, that's what I want to throw. I don't even throw soft baits really. No. To be honest with you, Rising Sun three sixteen Rising Sun eight inch, one of the best line throughs ever made. Mm-hmm. The fit. For more than durability, whatever, the fish smoke it. Yeah. And for where I fish the Delta, for the most part, the uh, the the Battle Shad is the best soft, yeah. the soft bait I've ever seen. Like, the whole design. Like, the Citizen's cool. It's a top pour. Mm-hmm. I understand why he's doing it. But, like, like for real, like, bait making stuff, <laughs> like, I, that Battle Shad has got me in love, especially because we have shiners and yeah. stuff. I just don't get to fish anymore. But, I mean, it's on point. Mike killed it with that. Bait. Yeah, yeah. So... I just kind of just kind of like cruise around and do my thing and do the best I can mm-hmm. and then chuck it at fish. You know, we've been fishing for this for a year, actually. Wow. Dude. Um, not a, almost a year last winter. So maybe less than a year. But um, I haven't caught fish at the lakes, but on the Delta, we've cracked stripers. Dudes that don't throw swim baits have thrown it and caught fish like good fish yeah. all the way around. It, it's durable and stuff. So, you know, I just kind of like, you know, send it, I guess, you know, with the skirts. This was like a cool idea. I thought, you know, some people hack on me for the way I do shit, but mm-hmm. you know, like, cause they look really good in the water, the skirt fin, you know, the skirted fins. Yeah. So. And not, I'm, I'm going to, my hat's off to you, dude, on the paint job is fucking great, dude. It's killer. I appreciate yeah, for, it, man. Like for fucking a rattle can, that's, that's fucking no joke, bro. Well, what com- do you put on the clear? Uh, it's just 2k, you know, really? um, auto clear. That's okay. the best. Like it's the best that I've found. Yeah. I'm sure people might know. Yeah other things no but it looks it looks great man yeah it's just glossed up you know like it's different with spray cans you have to do a little bit of thing and i can't you know you can't bridge gaps i can't like spray certain baits over it to Mm -hmm. highlight so and i've thought about getting an airbrush to kind of like do fancier stuff but like i said i make hammers like that's my (laughs) yeah i I love that i don't it's not like a a, i don't see it as a negative Mm -hmm. like i make baits that if i didn't feel like the the paint job was going to be effective I wouldn't sell it. Yeah. So I try my best. Actually, this dot pattern, um, dot patterns can be a pain for trout baits because they have to go over the back um, and be seamless. Mm -hmm. And I seen this video and I didn't know, you know, I use stencils and stuff. 
And I kind of made this little video about like, oh, I'm going to make this, this new stencil. I seen somebody do it. And Nate Bates, Nate from Nate Bates actually reached out to me like another builder. And we're like, yo, I seen your video, dog. Like, um, you almost got it right. <laughs> Here's what you should do. Yeah, great. Right? Super dope. Fucking like, cool, yeah. Like, you hear about all this drama in the industry, and I I, I don't see it. Like, yeah. there's some, you know, there's some fools that don't like me mm-hmm. in the swim bait game. Or, you know, I'm sure, like, and before I did swim baits for a living, like, you know, there's all kinds of weird stuff. And if yeah. somebody runs their mouth, I'm going to run my mouth back. It is what it is. So, yeah. you know, you know, there's, and there's a lot of, like, turmoil that, people like to 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 bring attention to mm-hmm. but you know hinkles the homie piz is the homie like i've never had any bad altercations with mickey at 316 scott mm-hmm. Whitmer, like everybody's been super cool matt um even nate like i didn't even know he knew yeah. who i was yeah. you know what i mean like reach out help out so it's an awesome community of like i guess it's kind of small mm-hmm. you know there's not a a bunch of bait builders well there is a bunch of bait builders but you know, it seems like once you start doing it a little more than most, it's, it's, I, I it's like a smaller I say this shit all the time. It's Instagram. It is. Well, it's Instagram because you don't, one person sees someone doing something good. And I'm not saying there isn't other people that do it good too. And there's great companies that came out of Instagram, but you see someone get some kind of like, everyone wants to get sponsored off of fucking fishing private lakes or oh yeah whatever it might be. Everyone wants to make a bait. Everyone wants to make a shirt company. Everyone wants yeah. to make a fucking, you know? It's okay. You, you, uh, you know, you just let them, um, you just got to like weather the storm, I think. Yeah. This guy yeah. gave me this advice back in the day that owned Albany Steel. He passed away. I was doing concrete back then mm-hmm. before the refinery job. I did concrete. And uh, I was doing side work for him, huge deck and stuff. And I was like, you know, you know, economy's down and I don't know what I should do with this. Should I get a license or? You give me the best advice ever. You said every ten years you're going to see a recession. Like I've been through it, and uh, as long as you stay in a handshake um, relationship with your customers and stay in touch with the people that support you mm-hmm. and do good work, you know, when the recession's over, it weeds out the little guys. So I think it's just time, not even yeah. recession. Like everybody wants to jump in and you know do the new shit, yeah. it, but you know after it fades, all all the sizzle fades. You know, you have the guys that are still there. So, like, I just do this because I have to. Like, I'm broken. Like I said, I'm broken. I can't work a job. Like, I can't. I just am abrasive. And I think about this so much. Like, I think about fishing so much. Like, like I'm serious. Like, I don't even understand how motherfuckers are, like, sports fans <laughs> and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I know it's – I know that I'm – that's why I say I'm broken because I know I'm not normal. And I'm not trying to down people. But yeah. I, I mentally don't understand. Yeah. Like, all I fucking think about is fishing. Like, like if I in here, I already told like right here there'd be a fish right here, and behind that thing, that's where the bass would be <laughs> holding over there. Like every room, I look at where fish would be holding in, yeah. in cover if there was current. Yeah, it's just how like like in board identity when it's like I just I already memorized the license plates, <laughs> and I'm looking at this guy. I'm like, but you're like the equalizer, bro. You turn the fucking watch on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I go out and fish and it doesn't convert, but you know what I mean? Like there's something wrong in my head that I just, I'm just, I'm fucked up, you know? Yeah. So it's cool. I roll with well, it. Well, I think it's fucked up. You have a passion and you love something, man. Yeah. It's, you it's really bad. love it. You know? It's bad. Yeah. No, so, I get it. I get it a hundred percent, man. Like when you love something, it's like you put, you put everything. Like to me, I always say is doing this podcast is like playing music to me again. That's tough. Being in a band again. It's like I get to put music out and I loved when back you know, it'd be like you get, you know, a shitload of people to come to your show, sing along, 
you know, moss should be fucking great. And then yeah. that's kind of like the same thing now. It's like, oh, man, people are fucking stoked on it. Or So I, I get it 100%, dude. But, uh, well, fuck, where can they get a hold of you if they want to get paid? Dude, every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific time, that's when I drop. Like, that's what I try to do is just every Monday now. Cause so every Monday you put them out? I put out whatever I'm going to build mm-hmm. and about seven to ten days later they ship it, it should be a week but it there's always something that comes up so like they're built mm-hmm. but then but then we like finish you know everything's ready like i don't sell baits before i know they'll be ready mm-hmm. but they're not you know like the paint schemes laid out and stuff. yeah and then just the, just the arduous process of like working with you know the family everything it just takes time it just it yeah. really does yeah. like it's hard with sometimes like customers are so understanding but sometimes you get one and i'm like man like oh man you could have made that i'm like Dude, if you really think that I don't wake up at, I wake up at like five and go to sleep at kind of early 10 or whatever, but I'm all day with this. That's not fucking early, bro. (laughs) (laughs) That's late, dude. I want to go to bed at fucking nine. Oh, dude. I'm on grind time, but it's not like I have to, I'm like in there crying. I'm like trying to watch a TV show and I'm like, yo, what if I add two grams to that back section of that bait? Maybe it'll do this. Yeah. And then I'm down in there and my fucking old lady's like, what the fuck, man? Come eat your, you it's know. It's movie night, dude. What the fuck are you oh, doing? Oh, yeah. Now? Oh, yeah. It's movie night. Yeah. And I'm like looking around <laughs> like a little kid, you know. Yeah. But they're cool. They understand. Like, yeah. Like they know. Like they know that I'm not like, fuck this movie. Yeah. It's just that I'm. It's I, your I, attention span. You're like on oh, no. date. Yeah, it's on everything. Squirrel, you know what I mean. Like I, I lose my keys nonstop because if I walk in the house, there's fish and shit, and I just who knows where they yeah, go. Yeah, it's gone. So, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I'm just you know, it's just toxicbaits.com. I have a website. Follow Instagram. Yeah, Instagram's kind of dying. I'm trying to get up on that TikTok life. You know what I'm saying? With the kids. <laughs> I ain't even tripping, bro. Fuck that. You know shit. what I'm saying? See, fuck that shit. Don't trip. <laughs> you can catch that. me dancing the jig or whatever, like river dancing on TikTok, slinging bass. Fuck. You know what I'm saying? They're not going to be on there, but you know, you got to stay with the times, you know. And and like my YouTube channel, I'm I'm I've got a bunch of stuff that I'm trying to push on YouTube, stay relevant, you know. Working like you that. can find me, bro. Like contact at toxicbaits.com. My you know TikTok. my wife. My wife answers that. She'll answer you. <laughs> oh, really? I get crazy fucking amounts of messages. Crazy. But if you see me on TikTok, just, you know, throw me a like. <laughs> <laughs> so for real, TikTok, uh, toxic bait suck. Everybody's laughing. I'm about to be up on the platform. Uh, I won't be following that shit. <laughs> yeah. Instagram's organic reach is dead, folks. You know, no way, dude. If you, you know, if you want to run a small business, you got to be on top of that. So I try to stay in touch with everything. But uh, yeah, watch Instagram and uh, toxicbaits.com. That's the place to be. Great. And uh, thanks for coming down to... Um, yeah, bro. Thanks for hosting me. And you be part of our theme tomorrow, dude. I'm stoked. Hell yeah. I can't so wait. it be fun. I can't wait. We drove down today. Yeah. We just got here. And then Sunday, we'll drive home. There you go. You know? All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, listen to the next one coming up right now. Yeah.